Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We are in the middle of talking about different classroom objects, especially because I come to the show as your host with a mindset of being in the school system, but not necessarily as the show only for students, teachers, and parents. It's really for everybody, anyone that knows anybody that could benefit, everybody themselves can benefit. So hopefully we can help you. Today we're going to continue in some ADL items, activities of daily living. We talked a little bit about zippers yesterday and some locks and nuts and bolts and the like and keys. So now we're going to talk about some buttons and we're going to navigate the idea of buttons and different activities to get kids used to buttons so that when we work on buttons in OT land, and in the past we used to work on it in the school itself, not just in the OT lens, then the kids will already be familiar with the buttons and get used to the buttons and use the buttons well. Again, on this show, questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome. You could hit us up and you can email us at maximumtee at yahoo.com. And again, for this year of the show, Blee Nedder, God willing, we're going to try to do weeknights and not the Sabbath. So that's we're looking to try to do about four times a week, Blee Nedder, hopefully if things don't come up. We'll try our best, can't always guarantee it, but hopefully, hopefully we'll try to do that in always around 10 minutes or less, sometimes a little more if it's a topic we have a lot of information. But let's talk buttons today here on OT Talk with Mr. T. So the ADL skill of buttoning is a wonderful thing we have to have kids and ourselves learn how to manipulate the buttons properly. It involves fine motor work, the pincer grasp we talk a lot about with the thumb and the pointer, or the tripod grasp with the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger. The big buttons versus little buttons, there's buttons on coats and jackets and pants and shirts, etc. Very important to use those buttons, manipulate those buttons and snaps as well. Of course, buttons can be used all over the place, and we're going to bring some ideas I saw around the Internet, and then I tried to think of myself to bring to you so that we could get good button practice, get kids and ourselves used to those buttons and using them in different contexts and different formats. So there's something called a button sensory bin where you could have a button sensory bin and you could put different types of buttons in the bin and they could just go crazy in the bin trying to feel those buttons and find different buttons, especially if they make it into a game, find the yellow buttons, find the blue buttons, find the big buttons, find the buttons that have the four holes or the three holes or the like. You could have ABC buttons or shape buttons. You could scoop and pour buttons and make a button apple core situation as well. You could also have button on shapes a button train, a button board, button in holes can be made also. That also is nice because it gets you to have the practice of buttoning through a hole because that's what we're going to have to have the kids and, and people in general learn to get those buttons through the slits of the shirt or the little slits of the pants or the like. So you can have the buttons on the holes. You could have button counting, you could have a counting game with buttons or muffin tins also, a button sorting task with letters, colors, and shapes, especially using those buttons in different formats. You could make a heart with buttons. You can make many different shapes, letters, objects, numbers, names, and sentences using the buttons, but also a heart was very cool, especially if it's red and pink for Valentine's Day or the like. The Habdal you can make with the buttons. Buttons on a paper collage, you can make the shapes, the letters, the numbers, words out of the buttons also as well. And you can make Play-Doh and buttons. Buttons be pushed into the Play-Doh or hit in the Play-Doh or Theraputty, which is a type of Play-Doh, a little more slimy than Play-Doh. A little more expensive, but also a very good texture, a very good material, and you have to build up to different colors. 
starting with the the lighter ones and working your way all the way up to the black or the like, which could be much harder. And then you have the buttons that they have to take out, pull out of the Play-Doh or the slime to get extra work of the fingers and the hands. You can have a button stacking game, a button necklace, a button bracelet, a button rainbow, buttons and sewingers great, a button moon or a button um, star or a button type of different shape. You could have button golf, throw in a cardboard ring also, which would be very cool. Button throw through the holes in the board you could do as well, and lacing with buttons and a string. You could have button panthers and button glued on the lines to make it into different shapes and different patterns. You could have the buttons on the patterns themselves, buttons and pipe cleaners, especially through the holes of the buttons, a button on an easel board with Velcro or sticky or magnet or the like. A sensory ziplock with bit buttons you could have as well. You could have a box of memories, or you could decorate a box using the buttons. You could make a tree of buttons, a button on branches, button circles. You could feed the tennis ball buttons, and you could have a button snake. And of course, all the ideas we bring to you, they're not the only ideas out there. It's just different ideas that I happen to come across, and we try to get it to you in 10 minutes or less, to sometimes in different segments where we can't give thousands of ideas. We'll just give different ideas. So you could always think creatively to use what you want to do with the buttons as well. You can make a button snake, loose buttons coming in, or coins in a container, loose button, loose holes. And you could also use them throughout different clothing items as well. And real buttons on clothing on the body is really the best way to practice. So if you have a button board, which I have, it's a it's a ADL type of a board. There's buttons on it, and sometimes there's zippers and snaps on it. That's how we get the kids to practice. But really, if we get them to have that skill, it might not always transfer generalized to actual clothing. So we want them to, to practice on real clothing as well. When you have the buttons, you could weigh the buttons, you could balance the buttons, you can measure the buttons. You could also do an I Spy using the buttons. I Spy is a great game in general. You could sew the buttons. You could have a button to be traced. You could have a button bag. You could have button stamping into dough or the like. You can make designs or faces with the buttons. Buttons painting with paint. You could have a button tray with sand, or you can make picture shapes or a mouth out of it. You could have the peek the cat, which is a cute thing we did in the summer, and it, it was revolving around buttons with the cat. And you can also have a button calendar, in, and you can make fruit out of buttons, especially using staples or the like. You can make a donut out of buttons, a button pocket boutonniere. You can make a button wall decor as well. Buttons can really be used in many different situations. You can have party decor buttons, as cute as a button bag. You could have buttons around a cup with a wire. You could have magnet buttons on the board to hang up different items, and a button clock, button, but, excuse me, Button earrings or cufflinks, button bouquet, a button napkin holders, paper clip buttons, umbrellas. You could personalize using the buttons or with initials, a button pillow cover, a button bookmark, a button checkers, buttons and spaghetti, clothing, clothespins and buttons and straws. You can make a car out of the clothespins in general are very good as well. Hopefully we'll talk about that maybe. You could also make button bingo or game pieces with the buttons. There could be a button toss into a cardboard bo box with compartments, and you could also throw buttons through holes. Like when you're at a, um, a game in one of these amusement parks, you could try to throw it through the hole to get different point amounts. Connect four with buttons, buttons into slots or containers, buttons with felt, button pizza, button ice cream, button snowman, and window buttons, sticky window buttons, and button bikes with metal wire and button on tinfoil and the like. Of course, there are many different items, like we said. 
they could do with buttons, but we want to get kids and everybody in general to use those buttons, get used to them, to manipulating them, so that when we practice the ADL test, they're already using their buttons. They could use those three fingers, that tripod grasp, the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger, or the pincer grasp of the thumb, and the pointer that they're already used to it, and then once we bring it to clothing, they'll be able to do that. Join us next time as we move over to other classroom objects, such as pens and pencils, the great original pen objects of utensils in the classroom here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.